Hello, uh, Are we everyone. On? Yeah, yeah, we're starting Hi. podcast without music. Just to remind you guys that we're the music we're about to play uh, is what we started last week, where one of us has to hit shuffle on our iPod. Let me remind you also that Sarah said, "Great." This is a quote. <laughs> eventually, something really embarrassing is going to come up on my iPod, and eventually, apparently, means the first time. Yeah, because this is my <laughs> first week doing shuffle, and so uh, Lee, go ahead and play what came up on my shuffle. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really... I mean, it's not, like, energetic lead It doesn't really kick us off like Alive from Pearl Jam did last week. I mean, you would not want to shuffle my iPod. What? How embarrassing would you... The jo- John's Ryan John Ryan is, is also here. How embarrassing. Is there any wiggles on there? I have over 70 Frankie Valley songs. No, you do not. <laughs> yes. 70? I didn't, I didn't even know there was 70. Neither did I. 70 <laughs> Frankie Valley songs? Well, there's some live, some, you know, studio. Do you, do you? Oh, I thought I thought that was the chorus already. Can I ask you? Does anyone know what this song is? Uh, I think it's um, I Shit in My Truck by Travis Tripp. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you should know this is where you think you look like this guy and you don't. I don't think I look like him. Your mom thinks I look like no, him. No, my mom thinks that you don't look a goddamn thing like That's him. That's not what I'm she pretty, emailed me. Pretty sure. <laughs> It was Luke Bryan, shut it down, which yeah, is what by we're going to do this podcast. Right <laughs> um, can I ask, when Frankie Valley comes on and you're at the gym yeah. and your headphones are on, do you pretend like you're rocking out to something serious? Mm, I turn that shit up. Do you? <laughs> What's your favorite Frankie Valley? I've never asked this question to anyone before. Uh, What's especially your, not to uh, a, a grown man. Grown man, I mean, yeah. What's your favorite, and not a grown man under the age of 80, what's your favorite Frankie Valley song to rock out to? I mean, there's so many to pick from. Clearly. There is. Clearly there yeah. is. Clearly. Do show, sing the, um, sing I'm the one. I'm not singing. Yeah. No, <laughs> no sing your Who's favorite a better, one. Who's a better Jerry? singer out of you oh, guys? Oh, she mm. is, and she's bad. She's a better singer yeah. than you? I'm oh, really buddy. Not. I'm really, really sorry about no, that. No, sing the Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. By the way, because... You know, when Sarah sings, what the, my favorite part about her singing isn't her actual singing. It's the fact that she closes Close her eyes. eyes. This is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. I mean, So I don't have to hear myself. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like <laughs> if, no, if I can't see anybody, nobody can see me nobody doing this. Nobody can see me back. Um, but so you're Frankie Valli. That's yeah. an interesting... Are you? A, we oh, went to go see the, fr- the Jersey Boys, the movie, because he was so excited about it. Did you bring a neck pillow so you could get... <laughs> We brought a lot of smart drinks. Yeah, we brought vodka into the movie theater. Did you? Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. I get so high before I go into a movie. Can I tell you how high I get um, and how, by the way, sex tape I had huge hopes for. Not good. You had hopes for it? Yeah, because to I've me... I've never seen anything look late. Did you, it, what w- sex tape? W- with Cameron Diaz and... Jason Segel. Oh, I thought it could be a fun romantic comedy. I had... I had Rom-com, we call it in the business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had I hopes because, to me, he's got a little comedy credibility. He really does. He's well, put, yeah, a lot of people do, but then they still do terrible movies. Right, but I gave him benefit of the doubt, and plus I heard Cameron Diaz's butt was naked in the movie twice. Well, that's good. And it was. I, yeah, well, that's good. It's it's not not terrible. Well, but I don't, I mean, we I, also I, saw I his balls. To, like, his I saw balls the previews for it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Mm. We've already seen the dick. If you've seen Forgetting Sarah yeah, Marshall, yeah. he loves showing his dick. I <laughs> can I tell you something? You know who, who reads the script and they're like, "Do I get to show my dick in this one or not?" Is it dick Just movie? my balls. I would. <laughs> you know what's funny? Every movie you see, whenever a dude goes full frontal, guarantee laugh. Guarantee laugh. Nuts in a dick. Guarantee laugh. Uh, unless it's like the bad lieutenant. Not so funny. Never saw the bad lieutenant. Yeah, well, it wasn't funny. Did he have a crooked dick? No, it was like like a like an angry scene or something. He had an angry dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, no, I think it. I think anyway, if I remember correctly, it was like a bad, you know, like a bad cop movie. So he was like, you know, like raping people. Or something. Oh yeah, well that's not the dick that's funny. Well, I know, but you said every time you show a, d- a dick in a movie, it's uh, maybe sometimes I'm... it's not funny. Well, did you see? Did you ever see what sometimes was that? John it's Jody C. Riley running the other way from six of them. She and had it's a not dick. Funny. <laughs> Uh, if Jodie Foster showed her dick in a movie, I would definitely oh, laugh. I would go see that. <laughs> what was that movie, John C. Riley, where he played the rock star? It was kind of like Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Yeah. That scene in Walk the Line. No, not Walk the Line. Isn't it? Walk the Line no, is. No, it was. It's something like Walk the way, Walk something. Let me look at walk it. Walk the Line. Way. Walk this. Walk the Line is, is the Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash story. Um, it's Dewey Cox something. Yeah, the Dewey Cox story. story. Maybe it is Walk. Can I tell you that scene? Did you see? Did you see the movie? Years ago, yeah. Uh, the scene where he's talking to his dad at the hotel room, and that dude is just standing behind him with his dick over his shoulder. Oh yeah, it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Wait, what's the real name of it? I can't find. Hold on. Uh, that's how good the movie was. They took it off oh, of the Dewey internet. Cox. Yeah. Dewey Cox. Yeah. Um, walk hard, the Dewey Cox. Walk story. hard. There we go. Walk hard. Super funny. Um, but wait, hold on. Yes. Oh wait, so I don't. I'm still confused about what you. What preview you saw for sex tape that made you think it was going to be good? Nothing. Nothing. I didn't yeah. see one. It's a rated R movie. And, ra- then and then they say they, they put their movie in the cloud and everyone gets it. I, no. I have all my stuff is in my cloud. Nobody gets it. No, but they, well, they, had, given, yeah. they had given out. He had given away his old iPods. Uh, iPads to people. And so they were all. There was a lot of flaws to the script. I was gonna say no, no. You happen to, with you because you have a son and you share a, a laptop. Yes. that makes sense. There were a lot of flaws. But in it the doesn't script. make sense to it, say that it went out to your fam- it, entire family. It was not a great script. Yeah, you know it, they were reaching so hard. They were like, well, the cloud. Um, let's see. We have to figure out a way for every. Like my friends can't don't have access to my. iPod. No, but they don't have your old iPods and iPads, right? How so, many fucking iPads did he give away? Listen, it. That's part of the. I, I already, didn't I already tell I already you the movie sucked? Why couldn't they just have didn't made, I tell you the movie sucked? Why are you yelling at me? They should have had it shown in a mo- like a movie theater on accident or something. That would have made more sense. You think they should have showed the movie by accident in a movie theater? Yeah. The movie, the movie, the sex, sex tape. tape movie. No, the sex tape movie. Oh, their sex tape. Right, right, right. That would have made well, been less confused. It would have been a lot shorter. They would have just stopped it and then like, hey, you guys. Can sorry. I just tell you that the movie itself does not deserve this much conversation. You know, it deserves the conversation that you went to go fucking see it. It wasn't even part. What I was going to tell you is we were talking about drinking in the theater. I got so high that in the middle, like with like, not kidding, maybe 18 minutes left in the movie, I got up to get more food. <laughs> <laughs> Beth was like, you're leaving now? I'm like, I'm super hungry. <laughs> she looked at her watch. She was like, the movie's over in 18 minutes. I was like, I'll be back in five. <laughs> I have 13 minutes yeah, to polish this shit off. I came back with a large popcorn and a red vine. She was like, what? How long do you think we're going to be here? <laughs> I was like, it's going to be gone in seven minutes. Don't worry. Before they start rolling the credits, it's going to be, 
But you, you know, the one thing you don't think of with seven minutes left is to start to hear somebody unwrap a red pot. Yeah, you know, no, no, or any that, food at all. Yeah. Usually that is done with. Usually people are checking. Yeah. People are checking their phones. Yeah. Trying to leave. Yeah. Um, okay. I do, and listen, and, and, and John, ha- playing for the Seahawks and being a professional football player, you probably are not going to want to comment on this story, and I completely understand it. Um, exonerated from this. Um, listen, uh, today, uh, uh, Tony Dungy, who's a former coach, Super Bowl coach, and uh, is now uh, works for NBC and is one of the uh, held in the highest esteem. You can comment on this. Uh, squeaky clean. Squeaky like, clean. Squeaky, squeaky hardcore, clean. Like Christian. Yep, and when people want, like, if somebody's run afoul of the law, if you get Tony Dungy's stamp of approval, that means a lot. I believe he even, like, right, or he even talks to the rookies and pulls them every yes. year, giving the guys advice on how to talk to the media, yes. how to spend their money, how... Okay, so Tony Dungy got in a little bit of trouble because he said that he, if he was a coach, would not have drafted Michael Sand. And he said this a few weeks ago, but then why, and then it just came out today. It, was it, it, it was published Sunday. Okay. Um, and it, it was like he a, said, Yeah, he was like, I said it a few weeks ago. Yeah, and it was, look, it was, he caught on like wildfire. And, and let, let, I want to go through this. First of all, look, everybody who's listening know that Sarah and I are, um, we love our gay fans. We love the gays. And we, when Michael Sand was drafted, we could not have been happier. Yeah, well, I think in any yeah, I think yes. obviously uh, they shouldn't. Nobody's sexuality should keep them out of anything. Absolutely. Here's what he Except said. Except my bedroom. What? <laughs> yeah. No lesbians in there. Am I right, guys? Not uh-uh. unless somebody asks really nicely. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe you say please. Yeah, I mean you got to say yeah. please. Just yeah. so you know. Please, may I eat your pussy? That's yeah. how I. It's just like a. <laughs> you're not rude. You're not gonna say no. No, I mean that would be. Can you so imagine much. if someone says please and you're like, no, we can't eat my pussy. What if they came in with like a with a British accent and like a little hat? Mate, your pussy man. Please, mate. <laughs> would you like some porridge, mate? Your pussy. Please, mate. Your pussy. <laughs> that seems actually like a nice thing to do. Oh, that now that makes me want to have sex with a British woman yeah. in a weird way. Maybe somebody. You know I've what? I've never had sex with a woman, but I would with a British woman. Not. I mean, not as long as we're together, obviously, John. Because that would. Be Cheating. Right. By the way, there goes that fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Would well, be great, right? You walk into your bedroom. She's just cornering up your bed, mm-hmm. tucking the pillows perfectly. Is everything fine here, ma'am? Yeah, it looks great. May I eat your pussy? <laughs> uh, sure. <Okay. laughs> are you gonna make the bed again after? <laughs> no, if you're not. Yeah. But yes, but if, if you're you are. Tuck it right back in. <laughs> yeah. Not your penis. The sheets. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Tony Dungy said he was asked if he would draft Michael Sam. He said he would have passed. Um, he said he would have passed because of the distract. It would have been too much of a distraction. The quote, not because I don't believe Michael Sam should have a chance to play, but I wouldn't want to deal with all of it. Okay. He said, he went on to say, it's not going to be totally smooth. Things will happen. Okay. Here's what I have to say about that. We live in a very reactionary uh, country right now. We've discussed this many times. And look, honestly... If I look at what he said, he was asked, would you draft him? He wasn't asked, are you against gay people playing in the NFL? Because he went on to say he was not. He didn't ask, uh, would you want a gay person on your team? He would not. He didn't say that. He said, you asked me if I would draft him. I said, I would not have drafted him because it would be a distraction. Let me go a little deeper, okay? Michael Sam, as much as we all love him and are pulling for him, is a marginal talent. He's a marginal. He's a guy who's slow and he's small. And the one skill he had in college, which was amazing, which is rushing the passer, when you're slow and small in the NFL, 
He did not test well at the combine. Look, time will tell if he's good or not. But on paper right now, he doesn't. That's why he was drafted in the seventh. Well, round. I was going to say it was drafted late, and it was okay. because he's not. Uh, but but then why was he why was he because why was he so popular at his school then? He was an amazing college football player. He was SEC defensive player of the year. But so col- that, the college game is so different than the pro game. Tell oh, me, okay. tell everybody, is it size and speed? You know, usually your your third down specialist pass rushers on the outside. Are By the way, I've been biting my tongue on all that. That's what she said. <laughs> yes, 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 just so everyone knows, I'm trying to take this conversation seriously. Are not right. not necessarily bigger guys. But they're they're quick. Really you gotta have quick. some speed. You gotta be really yeah. So just because you're an amazing college football player doesn't mean that you'll do well it, in the It NFL. doesn't because the difference. So I remember who was the big Tim, Arkansas Tim player Tebow, that oh, big Arkansas player that went to he ended up in the 49ers. Uh, or on the Raiders. Well, you know who else? Uh, you know, actually, on the Raiders, Darren McFadden. <laughs> yeah, McFadden. Oh, yeah, right. and he was a big, big the, player well, in Arkansas. Who was the guy in in the backfield with Arkansas? That's with Darren McFadden. He played on the Cowboys. Was a running back. It doesn't matter. But again, great college doesn't necessarily translate. All right. Okay. So here's what I feel like underneath everything was being said. Because I don't think. Look, if you take away the emotion out of it. I don't think he said anything wrong. You asked him, as a coach, would you draft him? Now, what you're talking about is a marginally talented player. And I do invite people, when we start to take calls, to call Lee, pick up everyone. Because I want to hear what people have to say about this. Here's what I would say. If you were talking about a guy who was a first-round pick, uh, Andrew Luck, a couple years ago, as a quarterback, and if he came out as gay, do you know who would have drafted him? fucking everybody. Why? Because in the NFL, the bottom line is, can this guy help me win games? Can he help me win games? Well, be- no, but he but but he didn't say anything about his talent. He said I he didn't say he's a marginally good no. player. He said I would not have de- drafted him because of the distraction to the team would have been too much. Yes. So he was definitely saying he would not have drafted him because he was gay. Yes, I, and, he, and, to and me, he even clarified he, that he, but, I mean, okay, but, to, but, but, to, but here's the thing what he didn't say, right? He did not say. Um, he did not say I wouldn't draft him because he was gay. He said I would draft. I wouldn't draft him because of the circus that came with it. Right. Right. But then, a, a but he the, was a big supporter of Michael Vick. Yes, but here's the difference between Vick and Michael Sam, and I will. And I'm not supporting not, Michael Vick. There's no distraction that comes with uh, letting Michael Vick back on your Michael team. Michael Vick, as a talent, is head and fucking shoulders above Michael Sam. He did not say. He went on to say, look. Yeah, because he can run faster, so he can catch dogs and kill them quicker. Exactly, it's exactly <laughs> why. Um, but here's the thing: he, he Dungey went on to talk about, like, look, he's not saying that he thinks the guy deserves a chance to play in the NFL. He supports him playing in the NFL. They asked him a simple question, no follow-up questions, which I think did him a disservice. He could have asked about Michael Vick, the, the reporter, so he could have given him clarification. This look, Tony Dungy also came out as a big supporter for Tim Tebow. He came yeah. out of when he was coming out of college. This was no I don't think anybody quite understood the groundswell that was going to come with Tebow, right? I don't think anybody could have predicted that, but he didn't he, um, he did come out as as a as a supporter for Tim Tebow because nobody uh, could have predicted what was going to come with Tebow. I don't think he said anything wrong because if you weigh the distraction to this guy's talent, right? So that means every player on the team, and you, you can speak to this, if something happens on your team, doesn't every player on the team get asked about that one guy? Oh, for sure. It doesn't just yep. affect that But didn't that happen? That with, guy. Wasn't that going to happen with Michael Vick, too? 
Doesn't everyone? That, I'm just saying in yes. comparison to the distraction, there is no difference. It was just as big, yes. just as big of a controversy for Michael Vick to come back and play the game after having done a, such a horrific a crime. hundred percent. What I think the reporter did a disservice is not with the follow-up. Because you, if you follow up, I know. But what is Tony Dungy's reason for saying that one distraction is is less than the other? I, I think two. I think two because things. One is gay and one is. I think straight? two. I think two things. It, I don't, I'm not saying that yes. that's the answer. I'm just no. asking. And I think two things. And I'm, again, this is my opinion. My opinion is twofold. One, if you're talking about honestly, honestly, in some locker rooms where there's a lot of uh, machismo. I would say some guys would rather have a locker next to a dog killer than a gay guy. I don't think that is something that's crazy to say. I think it's crazy, but I don't no, no, think it's crazy I, no, no, to no, say. No, no, you're correct, but yeah. it sucks. But, sucks 100%. Yeah. I also go back to when My- Michael Vick is game-changing talent. So what he was doing is he was saying, I'm vouching for this dude's character right now. That's what he was asked to do. He was asked to vouch for Mike Vick's character. There's no, but, the, but the, it, my problem it, with that is the character. I don't. I, I, it's, this to me, not, it's two different things. Yeah, to me, the character of somebody who can can watch a dog hang from a tree until it dies I, is zero. There's no character. There's no humanity in that person. I, so why does he then deserve a better shot at I at, am, at a career than anyone? I agree that that is a horrendous thing. What I would tell you is is is, and I also believe in second uh, chances, and I believe. And everybody deserves a second chance. And Mike Vick has turned his his uh, his his life around. Well, yeah, because I, he can't kill dogs anymore because people are fucking watching. Okay, but he could kill dogs if he wanted to. I mean, people who kill people get out of jail and kill people again. People who rape people get out of jail and rape people again. He could kill dogs if he wanted to. That's not the point. The point is this. He wasn't saying he was when people were asking him. And I remember this going around. He was vouching that Michael Vick was a change man. That's what he was vouching for. Mm. He wasn't saying, I don't think there's going to be any Based media. Based on what? How did he know? He had talked to him. Well, I, 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 I can't, look, I, I'm saying it's two different things. I don't know. No, I'm just no. asking, I'm just debating it with you because yeah, I'm no. curious because I I feel, I don't think that what he, I don't think his state, I, I agree with you that his statement wasn't necessarily him, like he wasn't saying, okay, this guy doesn't deserve to play and I, I understand that but he was definitely saying I wouldn't have drafted him because, because of the distraction yep, yep. Well, that comes along with being gay, though. So but you are still saying you won't take somebody because of their sexuality. So okay. you are still saying that. I no matter how you spin it, that is still his statement. Yes. You know? Here's what I would tell you. I would tell you but, that I would I would bet a million gazillion dollars Jadavian Clowney is the top, is the is number one pick this year. <laughs> if this had been Jadavian Clowney and someone said to Tony Dungy, would you draft Jadavian Clowney, he would have been like, Yes. Right. Why? Because the bottom line in the NFL is, can this guy help me win football games? Right. It's really up in the air if Michael Sam can help you win football games. Right. No, it I, is I, not up in the air that the media, and this story, by the way, and how big it's gotten for such a kind of innocuous statement, this story, how big it's gotten, almost proves this guy's point. Well, then why don't I ask you this question? Why, doesn't, why didn't he say, I personally wouldn't have drafted him because I didn't think he's that good of a player. He didn't do well. In the tryouts, he's not. Mm-hmm. He what? He wouldn't have been a big enough asset to my team. I totally agree with Why you. Why doesn't he say that? I totally agree with you. And, and, and listen, I will tell you that people are taking this guy's one sentence. He did go on to say, "I think he deserves a shot to play in the NFL." I root for Michael Sam. Yeah, he he's said, saying he deserves a shot. I just wouldn't have been the one to give it to him. Th- and that's fair. You have your own. I agree. That, right to do that. That's my thing. Is that he has a right as a coach. 
he's weighing the distraction thing, right? As a coach, he's weighing the distraction thing. I would say that with the Michael Vick, and the only difference is nobody asked him, would you draft Michael Vick? They, he was, he was just vouching that he said Michael Vick is a change guy. That's all he was going. It's very specific. Like, I think the guy didn't do him a, he did him a disservice by not following up the question with other questions. Well, well a reporter, uh, when they get a statement like that, you think they're going to fucking give anyone a chance to spin it, it like but, better? But like, I also think they couldn't. They were so excited. They were like, "I got the biggest quote. It's going to be in every single paper." Like, of course, that guy didn't give him a follow. But they waited to be three sm- weeks to release it. Yeah, and you have to be smarter in your answers then. You I, know? But I also think. That and he should have just said personally. A- no, I didn't think he was this. But uh, they asked him a question and he answered it, like, I, <sighs> which I love because no players ever do that. Everyone always gives you the standard bell, like the Patriots answer, well, like, and like I like that he just answered it. No, he did. Me. But you can also say, I mean, if someone asked you, if you, if someone said to you, do you uh, like black people, and you just said no, well, okay, well, I asked you a question, and you answered it. You don't deserve a little backlash for that from the black community. I do. You I, know. I obviously do. But here's what I would say, okay? Because I don't think he's spewing hate. By the I, way, Josh loves black. I do. Um, I'd like to love one right now. Come on over. Uh, Can I eat your pussy? Yes, you may. <laughs> um, here's what I would say. And this is, to me, a bigger question about tolerance. Like, we took this soundbite from this guy. And I would say, and Tony Dungy is a devoutly religious dude, right? Devoutly religious. And and with that religion, I think, comes a tiny little bit of ignorance about homosexuals sometimes. Sometimes. Not everybody, but sometimes. Here's what I would say. When they take he this... Does, this guy does not sound ignorant No, he's not ignorant By all. any means. But no. when they take this soundbite, right? They take this soundbite, and they turn it into Tony Dungy hates gay people. Here's what I think it does, and I, I've said this a million times. You're, you're fueling the fire for people who are homophobes. You're yeah. fueling the fire for people who yeah. do hate. Because, look, as much as we want to exact change in this country, as much as we want tolerance, you know what you can't do? Force somebody to be tolerant. Yeah, but the problem is, like I just said it, the, the, anyone in the press... The minute they have that soundbite, they don't give a shit about tolerance. They just want hits to their website. They just want their name in the paper. Like, that's all they want. So to this guy, you know, it's like, I mean, it's a weird thing to compare it to, to, but not really. It's like how Howard Stern gets blasted all the time for saying things. And and when when, um, Gabbaret, what's her name? Gabby. I don't even say it right. When she was in Precious and um, afterwards he was like, it sucks. She's a wonderful actress, but she's not going to get that many more roles because of her weight on The View all the next day. Howard Stern says she's not going to get any roles because she's fat. He was like, that's actually not what I said. It sucks the way Hollywood is. This woman's not going to get hired again because of her weight. She's going to have a hard time working as much, which, I mean, when turned was, out to not really be true. Right. Yeah, he was supporting her. No, he was saying, he like, she's a really good actress, and it sucks that she's going to get... So people always love... I mean, that's you, people just love to take the sound bites because then they can just rip on people. So I agree with you about that, and I, I'm just saying there are some 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 things about what he said I agree. that are questionable to me. Let, let me read what he said. After He said, I was not asked whether or not Michael Sam deserves an opportunity to play in the NFL. He definitely does. I was not asked whether his sexual orientation should play a part in the evaluation process. It should not. I was not asked whether I would have a problem having Michael Sam on my team. I would not. I've been asked all those questions several times the last three months and have always answered them the same way by saying that playing in the NFL is and should be about merit. The best players make the team, and everyone should get the opportunity to prove whether they're good enough to play. That's my opinion as a coach. But those were not the questions I was asked. What I was asked about was my philosophy of drafting. 
a philosophy that was developed over the years, which was to minimize distractions for my teams. And that's every boss's job. They, okay. Like, any boss who hires anybody is going to think about what it's going to do to their environment, whether it's a locker room or not. So but if someone he, here's, comes... Here's, like devil's advocate, isn't it, a, isn't it a distraction to have a Tom Brady on your team? Isn't it a distraction no, to have... No, 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 no. Because here's what he said. a positive I, distraction. I do not believe Michael's sexual orientation will be a distraction to his teammates or his organization. I do, however, believe that the media attention that comes with it will be a distraction. So... That is what I think he answered the question, the one question he was asked honestly. Yeah, no, I think he answered. I don't as I think he answered his it. philosophy he, as a coach. No, he answered him as a coach. honestly, of course. I he, don't think there anyone's questioning that. They're right. questioning. And, and that's the thing is what I'm saying is I agree with him. He didn't say, I think that a gay person shouldn't play in the NFL because it's a distraction. He was saying, because there's a gay guy in our locker room, you guys out there won't leave us alone in this locker room, and it's all anyone's going to talk about. Look, the reason Tim Tebow, uh, outside of the fact that he's not that good, but the reason Tim Tebow isn't playing in the NFL anymore is because nobody could take that total media onslaught for a marginal player. You've got huge stars who are probably fucking hating this guy for no reason because I heard he was a great teammate but hating him because every question is about him so when that comes back with Michael Sam too right that this Wasn't guy Tebow's, all his um, attention was the religion though correct <sighs> look it, and virginity that was a big part big that, part. Was, yeah. that was the biggest part of it I think but yeah. he came in in a, in a situation where he got pushed into a situation and they kind of Stumbled into some wins. That's I mean, a great way to put that. They, they were playing a high school style offense. He would go like two for seven for 19 yards. The defense would play unbelievable. Amazing. And 100 media people would be at his locker after the game. The defense would all stand there like, what? Right. Like, we just, we oh, just yeah, pitched the shutout. Yeah. And there was resentment towards him. I, th- I think there was. Obviously. So that's the same thing as what I'm saying. What he's saying is look, I'm not saying Michael Sam being gay is going to distract my team. I'm saying Michael Sam as a gay, the first gay football player is going to be nonstop, complete media onslaught on my players, which I can't have. Well, I, I feel like that's – I mean, I think that he, that statement was clear in his response. So I don't – I feel like if anyone didn't understand that that's what he was saying, they obviously weren't listening because that he, – he said because of all – because it's going to be a distraction. Right. I mean, that he means media unless people immediately go to – an asshole just, yeah, people are going to be distracted by his asshole. Right. <laughs> by the way, okay, I, if somebody's some, asshole is distracting you, all, that is a giant First of asshole. all, why does this guy have to be so intelligent? Why couldn't he respond that way? Because it would be so much more fun of a statement to have to talk about. Lee. People are going to be distracted by his asshole. Let's, let's take some phone calls. What's the number? Uh, 818-284-6171. 818-284-6171. Assholes just going to be hanging have, around the locker room distracting people. Yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. It's Justin from Quincy. How are you? Hey, Justin. Justin. How are you, man? Uh, th- hey, Justin. Where, Justin, where? How are you? Good. How are you? Um, this is good. Justin is an openly gay man. Yes, absolutely. Uh, recently married. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Justin. Um, and Thank you. So Thank you. This, uh, I'd be interested to hear your take on this for yeah. sure. Well, it's gotten to a point where, honestly, I feel like it's become a circus. Um, I was super excited when Michael Tim was signed. Uh, Mizzou is is pretty close to Quincy, uh, so we're big Mizzou fans here in Quincy. But the moment that he got signed, I I feel like everything kind of turned away from the fact that, again, this is football. Yes. It's, It's 
I mean, quite frankly, as a general manager of a sports club, people in, in any organization, sporting organization, give each other shit all the time. The question isn't necessarily, oh, is he a good player? It's, oh, well, how gay-friendly is this team? And it's, it's no longer equal in the way that they're talking about his sporting ability. They're talking about how some guy said something that wasn't horrible and turning it against Michael Sam in the way it's, it's just become an absolute circus. Michael Sam played well for Mizzou. He's not a great football player when it comes to the NFL. Right. So there are going to be coaches who say, you know what, not necessarily for us. But should and they be? But Justin, should, should they be vil- somehow comes off as a homophobe? That's right. my question. Should they be vilified for that? Yeah, I, it, it depends on the way that they say it. In this case, the guy was open and honest. Said, you know what? Should he be given a chance? Absolutely. He's a great. He well, he didn't say he's a great player. He's he's a player with merit. Right. Give him a shot. For me, it's not for me. That's not homophobic. That's absolutely not homophobic. If anything, that to me is a huge victory for the LGBT community because the guy isn't saying, well, you know what, it's because he's gay, I don't want him. He's saying he should be given a shot just like everybody else. And that, to me, is the way that equal rights should be. No, I, I agree with that. I, do, I think the only tricky part, and, it, and I'm, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't necessarily think yeah. this guy said something wrong. And I, and I believe from his from the way he comes across that he's an intelligent guy and he's not just like, yes. no, I don't want my... But again, you're correct, Justin, and you were saying this already. Like, it does come down to the fact that, like, now this is all we're talking about and then and, and then it's like, you know, and it's like constantly, I'm sure, in my, you know, Michael Sams might even be a little sick of it himself. I'm you know? sure he and wants he, to play football. Yeah. He wants to be yeah. judged like every other player yeah. who's putting on their fucking pads as a football player. But the loophole and the problem is... And this <laughs> the loophole? Yeah, the loophole. <laughs> Distracted by his asshole. I'm distracted by his loophole. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is that regardless, and it is again, and and, and what just exactly what Justin's saying, what you said, like the problem is the media spins it. The media is the one putting all the attention on it. So now we can't stop hearing about it or talking about it. But then what happens is so when someone does ultimately, he still did basically, he did say, you know, he was saying he wouldn't have had him on his team because he was gay. He's, and, he's and the distraction that came along with it. Right. But he's not saying I'm right. homophobic. And he's saying the, the, what comes with his situation is too much of a distraction. For my team. Yes. Not that yes. him being a gay is, is a distraction in my locker room. It's what <laughs> him being a Him being a gay. Did well, I say a gay? You said a gay. You did. <laughs> I was going to let it slide. Yeah. It's okay. We'll, call, we'll and, talk and about you smoking the pot I, later. I, I think I'm tired of, of hearing anybody, whether it be a player or a coach or, or anybody associated with the NFL, saying, I'm afraid of the reaction in the locker room. I, I mean, I grew up playing sports. Granted, the locker room, regardless of whether you're gay or straight, is, is just kind of a, a free-for-all with, with people throwing things around and giving each other shit, and that's fine. I... I, I think that the locker room excuse has become just that it's an excuse well, well i don't want my team to get that much attention well isn't that kind of your no. job though i would i don't do. you want your team to have that attention in the fact that the whole the, you're the, getting attention one the way or the other locker room distraction thing is something the media has created is it people always say like was richard sherman a distraction locker room after he said he what he said to right. Aaron andrews and after the nsc championship like, not at all i mean we thought it was pretty funny right you know and i think that I don't know how to word this properly so I don't screw this up, but 
Doesn't think the, it'll be truly accepting of of, of uh, gay people or different people in the NFL when we they are open to make fun of the guy. Yeah. Like I mean, when he got yeah. drafted, uh, his boyfriend. That's very interesting. His boyfriend smashed a cupcake in his face. Right. And I'm think if that guy walks into my locker room, I'm making fun of him not because his boyfriend smashed a cupcake in his face. If his mom had done it or his girlfriend had done it, right? If I'd been drafted and Sarah smashed a cupcake on my face on national TV, I would have got ribbed in the locker room for maybe forever for that. So if they're yeah. truly so, and I bet yeah. you, I would bet like, you. Yeah. I don't know, like, can't you have the freedom? Yes, that makes yeah, sense. Like but they I, want to have the sense of humor. But not because his joke. boyfriend did it, because his significant other done it. Yeah. Way. But in the locker room, you'd. I would bet you any amount of money he wants to be teased and 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 uh, uh, hazed like every other rookie. He doesn't yeah. want to be set aside. And listen, I, I, I go back to. I do believe in Justin. Thank you very much for calling, man. I thank appreciate you, it very much. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate that. Here's what this these yeah, stories do. These stories scare me for this reason. I, as we all do, I mean, most of us who are listening to this show, I'm assuming, we want acceptance and tolerance throughout the country for everybody. These stories, when they get big like this, and then people start blaming his religion on his views, which I don't believe is it at all. I believe the, that gives those people who do hate an excuse to go, see, I'm being bullied. I don't have, you know what I mean? Like, it, I do believe you got you to gotta treat uh, intolerance and ignorance with patience. With patience. There's no way. Because if you try to force it down their throat, they're going to fight back at you. You have to f- spoon feed them slowly. Yeah. And I think stories like this do more damage than good for the greater cause. Absolutely, and that's even what Justin was saying. It was like a victory for him to say it the way he said it, yeah. but then it turns into about being, you know, the fact that he's gay, just like everything else, keeps going back to that instead of him just wanting to play football, like you said. But it's just like, it's I don't know. It is, I mean, again, they're comparing it to, okay, well then, you know, he was supporter of Michael Vick, who he did terrible things. Why is how is that not a distraction but you're saying well it's because he's a better football player and so also, i guess i just think why wasn't an answer just honestly he, he wasn't one of the the strongest players so i didn't pick him like just say that but i mean think i think he went on and by the way whenever we have a call lee go ahead and click us over okay. what is the number again tell me again uh, we have one right now that's 818-284-617 right. 818-284-617 yeah let's take it let's take it okay hey what's your name where are you calling from Hey, this is Crystal. I don't know how. Hey, Crystal. Hey, how girl. Are you? What's up? Um, what do you think hey. about this whole Michael Sam situation? Speaking uh, as a member of the gay community, I'm kind of pissed off at the gay community for being such uptight assholes. Tell me why. Um, Explain that, if you could. Okay. Obviously, I'm all about equal rights and opportunities. Of course I am. But... People are forgetting that this is America and everyone is different. And the majority of this country was brought up and founded on religion. These people have certain beliefs and you cannot expect them to change those beliefs. Can we demand to have equal rights legally under the law? Absolutely. Can we demand that you have to like us? No, you can't. You can't say to someone, you have to like me because I'm gay, or, you know, I'm a football player. No, not everybody likes football players. Well, not everybody's going to like gays either. And, Crystal, can so, I ask you, do you feel like when that does happen that sometimes it does more harm than good? Yes, absolutely. It's, you know, 
we get the gay community preaches so much about hey, you know don't shove your religion and your beliefs down our throat well the gay community is doing just that well i was gonna say that's the problem that's is that very is interesting that, no well the, and that's the problem is because it does turn all about like this his statement turns all about um you know him being gay and whatnot instead of like like instead of it just being that hey he was a mediocre football player as far as I'm concerned for the NFL right and so no it wouldn't deal with that distraction is you know unless but so what happens is it becomes now everyone's like oh here's another gay issue like that's what starts happening by the way it, it turns exactly. into it turns into a gay religious issue when to yeah. me neither one of them is the issue the it's issue- almost like every time someone gets shot it turns into oh it's a republican versus it yes. no it's just a humanity issue yeah i agree don't i agree shoot well, people. was it gay everyone, people who got upset or was it just everyone who got upset e- 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 uh, I, a lot of listen it was a lot of people and i listened to a lot of sports radio he's gonna so get thrown under the, yeah I it mean, was a lot of be- sports radio people who were just going crazy but i will tell you the more sports radio i listened to the more the angrier some callers got they got seriously angry. And just like you're saying, Crystal, one guy said, why do you, I'm trying to watch, I, I want to hear about football. This is a quote. Why are you pushing this gay agenda down my throat? And the guy was like, I'm not pushing a gay agenda. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hear some football talk. And you're talking about a story that's a non-story. The dude hasn't even set, you know, suited up yet. Let him suit up. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that anger is counterproductive to the greater cause. Well, yeah, because now you know, eyes are honestly, on him in a different way. It's it's honestly like coming out to like coming out to your parents. Like that's a very you know it's just, it can be very scary and uh, you know hard time and. Personally, you know, when I came out to my mother, she, you know, she was raised Christian. She has certain beliefs, and she was very, very, and still is very conflicted because she has these beliefs of, you know, of believing that homosexuality is a sin. But here she has her daughter, and she doesn't want to believe that about her daughter. So it's very conflicting for her. You don't think that the rest of the country and the other people are feeling that same confliction? And so for the gay community to keep forcing this and forcing this and saying, you have to do this, you have to do this, it's so counterproductive and it's it's really infuriating for those of us who just simply you know we don't want to invade your lives there are groups of us who just we just want the same rights as everyone without all of the flair and all of the attention for it but unfortunately that's what it's come to and it's snowballed into this it's just, it's disgusting and well, quite it's, frankly, so, it's, it's well, first, well, first of all, I just like to say I'm glad that you have it's come great, out. Come it's out. a great phone call. Yeah, I'm glad that you've come out to your mom too, just because I know she listens to this podcast. So it would have been awkward if <laughs> she would have found out. Yeah, she's um, actually she's the next she's, guest. Yeah, she's no, she's on the, in the hallway. Um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to make a joke somewhere in this whole serious conversation, but I know it's a really good phone, and it is. But that's exactly what you're, what we kind of said from the beginning, and what you and I have talked about a lot. Where like always, the the media brings more attention. Like you can't say anything anymore. You end up having to apologize for making a dumb joke on TV, or you end up having to apologize if you say, you know, anything really. I right, mean, there's like a when you called me a kike. Right, yeah, when I, I've actually, I can honestly say I've never used that word. Every, every, come every Tuesday when you walk in, you say, hi, Kai. Hey, yes, Kai, she's yeah. like, what's up, Kai? Yeah. I'm like, that is. No, no, I say you're high as a kite. Oh! oh. I thought you said high as a kike. Uh. <laughs> you sounded Irish there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Crystal, thank you very much for thank calling. You. I appreciate it. That's a good phone call. Thank yeah. you. Well, thank no, you. it is. And, and, I mean, she and Justin both had the exact same sort of 
point of like you're bringing so much attention to where um, you know it's not about him playing football anymore, and I, it, it sucks. And I think I mean I, it started that started the day I got drafted, you know, yes, uh, for sure. And I don't know though that it'll change because I don't think the media is going to change. Go ahead. I think, I think it, 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 he's the first one. Yeah. Whenever anyone does anything for the first time, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a lot of attention drawn to it. I look forward to the day when an openly gay player is drafted into the NFL and plays and no one says anything Nobody about says, it. Yeah, well, that'd be when wonderful. Jackie Robinson started playing in the majors, it, right. was, it was huge. You know? And now we, don't have a, we don't have a press conference every time an African-American player signs in the majors. Well, we should. We should. Because, by the way, seeing a black person play baseball nowadays is pretty rare. <laughs> um, let me ask you something, and I, you obviously gonna not, you don't have to answer this or name names. Do you feel like in the past you've been like in, in your locker room been like, I'm pretty sure he's gay, and it's never been an issue? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, what, what, 5% of people are, are gay, something like that? I don't know. Did you just make that number um, up? I might have. <laughs> 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 Are you converting that but Canadian saying, or is that American? In 10 years of pro football, I've played with hundreds, maybe thousands, over a thousand yes. players. Yeah. You, there's no way you can be stupid enough or ignorant enough to think. Like that how he threw in there, oh, 10 yeah. years of yeah, pro I football. Know. Yeah, we, we no got it. <laughs> I'm on my third huge contract. So it's 10 years. Um, what is this? Is it, is it raining? What is that? Oh, that's you typing on the. Um, okay, so listen. Um, we, we, we're, we're happy to take other phone calls about this. If anybody wants to talk about it, we obviously we talk about it. The number is, I don't remember. 818-284-617. But I do want to remind everybody that next Monday, Sarah and I will have another podcast coming out that will be answering your questions. So you can tweet us right now at JWSC off the rails. And, and you I'll can tweet, tweet, tweet some questions to us that we will answer. Um, I know you guys did tweet some in over the week, and we will answer those too. Um, but, you, of course, you can call in and talk about the Michael Sam, uh, Tony Dungy issue if you want to. I did want to mention that under the radar here, now, because this soundbite, because we live in a world of soundbites, that the Tony Dungy soundbite got such huge, huge, huge press. Under the radar, the New York Giants have hired a guy named David Tyree. Now, David Tyree was hired as the team's director of player development. Can you speak to John exactly what that uh, is? That is one of the most hands-on terms of players position though in the whole organization that's you know he has director that that, that that position has an office basically in the locker room almost you know every player almost every player talks to that guy every day okay so this guy and for those you don't remember and i remember because i'm a patriots fan mm. uh basically he made a catch against the patriots in the super bowl where he it catch. looked like a ball stuck to his, the top of his fucking helmet and he fell to the ground with it so but he said uh, in, uh, in 2011, he would trade in his... Fa this is a guy who was hired by the Giants now to be hands-on with all the players. He would trade in his famous Super Bowl helmet catch if it would stop homosexuals from being married. That same year, he tweeted out that there is no scientific evidence to support the claim of, bo of being born gay and that he had met former homosexuals. This is... No, wait, he made this statement... Recently, He made it in 2011. And then he basically disappeared from the NFL because nobody would fucking touch him with a 10-foot right. pole. And then he got hired. He got hired by the Giants. Now, that didn't make news. Why? Because in society, such a reactionary society, where all we do is deal with sound bites, there was no sound bite there because he did not step to the podium because the Giants were smart enough not to fucking let him. And he said no comment to anything that was asked him. Now, why is this not bigger news? Why aren't we talking about this asshole? And by the way, um, no, I'm not going to make that joke. But 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like, to me, it speaks, that story speaks fucking volumes with a couple of things that is wrong with the way we go about our world today. It's such a soundbite Twitter, Facebook world where if it's on our phone and we read it, we're going to react to it without knowing anything about it, that that got buried. Well, what's what's even stranger is like this just happened in the NBA. Donald Sterling's being forced to sell his team for saying something terrible, but this guy got a job. Hired. To be hand, yeah, hands-on, I mean. yeah. to be hands-on in the locker room talking to players. So for me, I just so don't... So what happens if they hire a gay football player? Uh, he just he, he, he hires an assistant I mean, to do it. very well could be a gay football player in that locker room right now. Right, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm, I'm, so what is his, you know, I mean, it, that, it's, it's, it's a strange... It's baffling to me that this is not everywhere and that Tony Dungy thing is. It's because, you know, Michael Sam, and again, not, to, not because of him, because of... It's a good story. Michael Sam has been, you know, it's been made into a huge publicity right. thing. This guy who's an asshole. Well, do you think this is getting buried right now because of the Michael Sam thing? Like he, it's a Tony Dungy. Should, Michael Sam is a much bigger story. Yeah, because but shouldn't Tony, they be this be just as big? Because doesn't it? You can relate it, it right back be, to Michael Sam. That should be bigger. He yeah. has come out and said. That be fucking. But that's easy. what I mean. So yes. he, this could easily be like, well, now there is a, a openly gay homosexual in the NFL. Please and give he, me back your ring, you yeah. ass fuck. Yeah. I mean. Uh, he would definitely be distracted by his asshole. Um, okay. So on to some lighter things. If people call him, I'll talk about it, Lee. I don't remember the number. We have a couple calls. Do you want to take them? Yeah, yeah, let's take one. All right. Let's take this one. I'm just uh, Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Eva from Ontario. Hey, Eva. How hey, are girl. you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you okay. were trying to get through. You were like, you, you wanted to make sure you got through today. And uh, look at that. You yeah, did. I, I like tried it. last week, but then things got all serious, and then I didn't want to interrupt that. That's <laughs> well, okay. It happens sometimes. They got all serious this week, too. Um, what's well, going yeah. on? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. What do you want to talk to us about tonight? Uh, a couple of things. Did you enjoy your treats? I enjoyed my treats very much. She brought me t- treats to the show in Syracuse. She brought me some Skittles. And some chocolate in a box. Oh, nice! I like chocolate they're in a box. Smarties. They're called Real Smarties, Smarties, but they're Canadian Smarties, so they were chocolate. They're, they're really good. They're chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> they're chocolate in a box. They're chocolate. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're good. They were delicious. I got super high and ate a huge bag of Skittles in both boxes of Smarties, and um, may or may not have got up at 5 a.m. to shit. Oh. But it was a pretty <laughs> good Lovely. conversation. Just took a turn <laughs> into the toilets. <laughs> well, I want to say we had a fantastic time with you and Sarah. We can't wait to see you. It's our actually going to be our anniversary when you're in Syracuse. Oh, awesome! Yeah, so I cannot wait to see you. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. I'm next excited ti- to do that club. Next time I'm there, can you please bring some Tylenol with coating? That is uh, yeah. some good oh shit. Oh my god, have you told me so? I had some in my purse. Can you bring me a bigger bag of Skittles than you brought, Josh, just so I can say that I got a bigger bag? Yes, and you can sure. bring her all the Skittles you want. Just the Tylenol with codeine would be great. <laughs> Thank you. And just the towels? Do you want the cough syrup? You know what? Surprise me, girl. Why <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't just make a little <laughs> Chris stocking out of uh, Christmas Yeah, stocking. you know what? That's fine. I'll, leave, I'll put a blindfold on and I'll uh, unwrap it just so I won't know what it is mm-hmm. in the hotel by myself. 
Would that be weird yeah, if I blindfolded myself to unwrap it? It'd be amazing. If I was like, this is going to be great. <laughs> Lay it out in front of you first. <laughs> and you can, like, mix it. I was surprised when you said you can't get up there. You guys can't get a lot of stuff we can. But we can get a lot of good stuff here, though. Trust me. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not good allergy pills and stuff. <laughs> Um, and not all. You know, it That's depends true. on what you... I mean, a lot of allergy pills that I take uh, really help with my allergies. Yeah, ecstasy is yeah. great for sinuses. <laughs> it really is. Clears it right up. Sure. Clears it right and up. And I have an idea for uh, one of your opening songs. Okay. Um, have you heard the song, uh, I Hate Everyone by Get Set Go? No. Is that a Canadian oh. band? You'd like it. It sounds like something I would have written. Yeah. It's actually, it kind of does after I read some of your Sarah Colonna <laughs> answers. Oh, <nice. laughs> Okay, good. But it's a, it would be totally suited to you guys, I think, if, if that was one of your opening songs. We're going to have to look that up. Eva, yeah. uh, you're the best. Thanks, Thank you very girl. much. Tell your husband we say hello. Good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks I think for listening. she just thanked us for listening. Did we listen to her podcast? Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> a lot of Smarties. favorite. A lot of Smarties. <laughs> it's called Smarties. Smarties with Eva. Yeah. Um, here's the next thing I want to talk to you about. Okay, this story made me giggle. John, you're back in, buddy. Now you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure it's been all over the place about this guy who sent his wife a spreadsheet mm-hmm. about the amount of times over a two month period that she or month and a half period that she he asked for sex and she would not have it with him. Right. A lot of times. Um, it is a lot of time. I looked at it. It's like every day. Yeah, I mean, I mean she, listen. Obviously, she hates him. I'll just say by reading the spreadsheet. It's like every day. I mean, I see a couple where, like, she wrote the reason, and I saw a couple where she's like says, like, I, I feel gross. I, I've, I've said that What's in my worse? life. Like, sometimes you do feel gross. What's worse? But What's then worse? I, What's worse? should overtake it. What's worse? The fact that he sent her this spreadsheet in private as kind of a joke, but to point out, or the fact that she posted it. It is so weird that she posted it. It is so weird that she posted it. However, I will say... Are they say, divorced yet? Well, they're going to get divorced. <laughs> it is weird that she posted it because then it's like... it's like for, You just threw your... I mean, you just threw your personal... Like, you just threw yeah. into, your entire... Like, she, like, cut, cut off her nose despite her vagina or whatever. That's <laughs> saying as, like, she she just put out her whole entire... Like, who did she put, who did she send it to? Here's the That made it make He news. said, yesterday morning while in it... She put it on post on Reddit... Yesterday morning, while in a taxi on the way to the airport, my husband sends a message to my work email, which is connected to my phone. He's never done this. We always communicate in person or by text. I open it up, and it's a sarcastic diatribe. Sarcastic! Basically saying he won't miss me for 10 days, the 10 days I'm gone. Attached is a spreadsheet of all the times he's tried to have in, in, initiate sex since June 1st with a column for my excuses using verbatim quotes of why I didn't feel like having sex at the very moment. According to his document, we've only had sex three times in the last seven weeks out of his 27 attempts. Now listen, three out of 27, even if you're playing Major League Baseball, that's a bad batting average. Do you know what I mean? Three, and here are some of the excuses. Ready? I'm watching the show. It was a Friends rerun. I I feel sweaty and gross. I need a shower. She didn't shower until the next morning. A non-verbal no. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm still a bit tender from yesterday, which means so he was, was laying it down. Success. <laughs> they had a success in, in between yeah. these. There was a success. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was a success on the 9th. On the 10th, she said, I'm still a bit tender from yesterday. On the, on the, uh, on the 11th, on the 12th, nonverbal. The 13th, I'm trying to watch this movie. She fell asleep 15 minutes later. 
The sixteenth, I'm too drunk and I ate too much. Uh, <laughs> valid. Yeah, valid. Valid. Yeah. Valid. Valid. Um, Happens to me like five nights a week. I won't have time to get showered and ready for dinner. We were twenty minutes early. I just came back from the gym. I feel gross. She didn't shower until the next morning. A nonverbal no. I have to be up early. Another nonverbal no. A yes. She loves these nonverbal no's. Know. This girl. Then she gave a you're too drunk. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I feel gross. Well, he's too drunk because she won't fuck I know. Him. I mean, I'm not, I get drunk too if my, girl, if my wife was sweating all the time. What's her fucking problem? I'm not feeling good. I ate too much. The next one is I'm sweating and gross and I'm tired. Nonverbal no. I might be getting sick. I still don't feel 100%. I mean, this girl does not feel good ever. I need a shower. I feel gross. She needs to get her blood cells counted. Like, that's what her... I'm too tired. Wait for her next... You know what her next blood excuse was? Blood cells counted? Is that how you say blood next, cell count? Her next excuse was just a flat out no. <laughs> <laughs> then there was a nonverbal, and then I'm watching my show. I don't want to miss anything. Here's what I'm saying. He's got a really lazy wife, first of all. <laughs> I I am on his side. I don't know him. I don't know her. So let's start with this. But three out of twenty-seven means you don't. Let's be honest. You don't want to fuck. Well, him. no. That's what I was gonna say. Is I will say. Um, so I had there when I was dating someone. This was like my early twenties. I uh, I found that he kept a diary. He kept a journal of all the times that I went out without him. Um, and this wasn't about sex. Can I ask how you found that journal? Yeah, I was sitting on his desk, actually, in like a on like a on like a like a legal pad, like something you don't really. And I literally was just getting a piece of paper mm-hmm. to write him a note because I was leaving his apartment. And he'd gone to work because he had a job, and I probably I was probably bartending at right, the time. Right, right. I was bartending at the time, so um, so I like to sleep in, you know. So <laughs> I was going to write on his like legal pad a note. So I just went to get a blank piece. And then I saw like all these dates and like my, I saw like my name and then I saw initials. And it was like, uh, it was like all these times that I had gone out at night and like without him. And so he was basically keeping track of the fact that I wasn't spending that much time with him. Now, it was creepy, first of all. Right. And then he tried, he was a comedian and he tried to say that it was, he was doing it to keep track of my wacky habits. Uh, and I was like, no, you're just like being. But it. But what I. My, my point is, the reason I was going out all the time and not hanging out with him is because I hated him. Right. So that's so, uh, like, that's the, the point here. Yeah. Look, I will say that could could he have gone about it a different way? Yes. But did he send an email his, to his wife? He sent an email to his wife. No, that's the. And weird there was part. a sarcastic. Like, she was sarcastic. And here's the thing. But like, could why he have gone about it a different it? way? Why did she post it exactly? And you know what? Here's the deal. If you don't want to fuck your husband. Then you should maybe just get a divorce. If you're not sexually attracted to the person you're married to anymore, and he wants to have sex with you, and here's another thing. If that right there is basically a recipe for him to go out and cheat on you. Well, we can't. Not fuck you, Sarah Colonna. It is an exact. That's why someone gets cheated on. I'm trying to have sex with you. You won't have sex with me. Well, you don't know. No, 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 no. no. Okay. That's the, that's how it works. So if you're not, if I, well, how do you know that you're not part of the, no, no, listen. (laughs) I'm not in a fucking half. Okay. But how do you know that it's not your fucking, how do you know that it's not, she's not turned off by you because of some shit that you're doing? I, but then, then you're, then you have to say to me, I married you. You know what? You have to pluck the the hair out of your ears. I can't fuck you. But we don't. With I'm that saying you don't know. There are plenty of times there could be a reason that you're not fucking your husband, 100%. other than the fact that you just don't. 
I mean, he could take a part in it. It usually takes two people for a relation to fall I, apart. But a guy can still fuck because, guy, you guys, that's you're so carnal. Where a woman is, the minute she gets turned off by a guy, like, for all you don't know what this guy's doing. I agree 100%. He could be the biggest scumbag in the world. What I'm telling you is this, a month and a half of saying no, is is a recipe for getting cheated so on. So if Beth doesn't have sex with you for a month and a half, you have the right to go cheat on her. I, I didn't say I didn't say I had the right. I said it was a recipe. Don't don't change the word. I'm saying this <laughs> is exactly why people get cheated on. And how long? Did because if you won't fuck me, I would like to fuck somebody. When you are constantly feeling rejected like this by the person who you married. Okay, but then maybe he needs to talk to. I'm not. Listen, I'm not defending her. She seems like a crazy person. I think they both seem a little nuts. Yeah, but why didn't she? Then he also needs to go. Hey, by the way, you're not making me feel great about myself. Instead of doing a passive-aggressive fucking spreadsheet to send to her a month later, you Uh, go. Hey, you're not fucking. After five times, you go. Hey, you you don't want to fuck me anymore. Is there something? You know, like it's 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 on both sides. Just because someone doesn't sleep with you for a month and a half, they could be going through but something. Doesn't to me, mean. if somebody gets to the point where they're making a chart, <laughs> right? If you, no, get, if you get to a point, if you. you get to a point where you're making a chart, that means he, for two months earlier, for two months when she's been saying no, he's like, I gotta make a fucking chart. Or, she's or never gonna believe or how they, many times she said no to me. Or they fucked every day and this no. was one month and a half where she was pissed off at him because he did something at a party and she hasn't told him about it because she's passive aggressive and she still won't fuck him. I like, and then he made a chart. So you don't know. We don't know their back history. I like the, I'm still a little tender from yesterday. <laughs> Do you know, you well, know yeah, what, you know what I would have said? so hard because he only gets it once a year. You know what I would have said? <laughs> you know what I said is your mouth still sore <laughs> how about your ear did i ever tell you i've never put it in your asshole so i know that's fine so bend over did i ever tell you sarah Colonna, i was a young comic i was in moscow idaho it was at a bar gig i pick up this girl we go back to um her we go back to my room she she's uh she is going down on me right and she's like uh oh boy she was like Wait, going wait. down on you, like that just say She was blowing me. Right. Right. Isn't that we for guys you say she was giving me a blowjob. For girls are going down. You don't she, say going she went down. down on, she went down on me. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, she blew me. She had my dick in her mouth. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. I was I was che- trying to keep I was clear. checking her tonsils. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Right, and so she was like, I don't want you to come. I don't want you to come in my mouth. And I said, Okay. She was pretty drunk. And so was I. Um, and then I'm not really, I don't really remember what happened next, right? So we wake <laughs> I'm just preparing myself. As we, wake, everything. we wake up the next morning, right? And she, I was gentleman. She stood that night. And <laughs> or did you both just pass we out? We both passed out. Uh, <laughs> I was say. And then, okay, ready? So I wake up and, she, and, and then I'm like, hey. She goes, huh? I go, hey, what's going on? She's like, not much. She's like, She's pulling on her earlobe. She's like, my ears, I can't unclog them. I looked. No. She had a fucking... No. <laughs> she, no. She had an no. ear no. cup of semen. No. <laughs> because I guess what happened, I was so drunk, and she, she was like, don't come in my mouth. And maybe I hit the side of her face, but I think I hit mostly her ear hole. And we both fell asleep. And she had... Her whole ear cup was filled with juice. <laughs> That is and the most so, disgusting and when thing I asked I've her, ever When I asked her a question and she said, what? I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my God. So 
she went into the bathroom and saw a yeah. ear full of semen. She went into the bathroom and she, because when she went like this first, she goes, oh. "What?" Ah. Right? And I was like, "Uh, oh. I go, you might want to head into the bathroom." And she went into the bathroom and she goes, "Oh, I'd never listen." I'm sorry it happened, and if you're listening, I'm really sorry it happened. I'm sorry if you're listening, if you're able to listen. With a good you can ear. Hear with your good ear. But, but hearing this come out of the bathroom, <laughs> you came in my ear! <laughs> was the best thing that maybe ever happened. Uh, Do you think you came in her ear? Because that's a very still sleeper. Do you think maybe it was like the top of her head and rolled probably, down? Maybe she what, probably she was bald? like... she bald? She wasn't bald. <laughs> top of her head and rolled no, down? No, she probably did. She probably, he, she she probably said... No, I, don't come in her mouth, and he was like, That's, "Oh!" And then it was too late, and she went, "Oh!" And yeah. Then, and then it, and she mm-hmm. jerked around, and then it went right in her. Ear. And we, and we not that that's line. ever happened. The, the way I like to hear, the way I like to pretend in in my mind, it came out with such force it knocked her out. <laughs> can you imagine like an ear shot from a box? Can you imagine if it was Ooh. like 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 gum? Or, you know, like you have to get like gum like caught out. Like if it was so stuck that she had to go to a doctor and they had to blow it out like earwax. Um, I would be proud. I would be feel sorry for it, but I'd be proud. And let me clarify this one more is time. A really disgusting story. I know. Um, let me. It's pretty funny because because you said we, something, but you said my ear. You said my ear. Off the rails, by you, the way. I mean, how do we get from this spreadsheet me, to you came in a girl's ear one time? Let me just say, I am not saying he should cheat on her. Let me clarify again. I'm saying it's a recipe. This is one of the reasons why people get cheated on because they won't. If you don't get fucked at home, I know. But I'm just saying we don't know why she's not fucking him. At I home. I know she's not fucking him. I know, but we don't know. Why? And why would she post it on Reddit? Well, she's not smart. I'm not defending this person. What? This is a a fucking perfect story. What is wrong with people? First, don't don't make a spreadsheet about why your wife won't fuck you. And two, keep it to yourself. And also, also, she is a huge watcher of Friends, right? (laughs) This is Friends rerun. Yeah. And uh, I I remember very distinctly a very uh, it was a game changing episode of Friends when uh, when Ross made a uh, list of Rachel's pros and cons. I do. And Rachel found that. Yep. And they had a real hard time getting together after that because he called her just a waitress and she was like, "That's what you think of me, just a waitress." And that I mean, and so as I'm just saying, as a watcher of Friends, you know what can happen when you make lists. Maybe you I will tell you. The and can I tell you something else? This sweaty bitch needs to take a shower. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I say, first of all, she sounds pretty disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely, I know that I feel gross. That's yes. usually around your period um, or, or when you've had a, a lot of short ribs in a, you know, one sitting or something. <laughs> like, you don't feel so good and you're like, mm, no, 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 maybe not as much. But she is like daily doesn't feel good. She definitely doesn't want to fuck him. So I, no. I understand that. But I'm saying we don't know the reason she doesn't want to fuck him. No, no. But also, she the fact that she knows that she's not fucking him, and then she posted on Reddit, she's only embarrassing herself. I agree. Like, I don't understand. What, can, was, her, I, what I, was her game plan? I, like, I'm going to make my husband... I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, this marriage is maybe last another week anyway, so... It's also, can we also say it's a little funny that something's called a spreadsheet when yes. she won't spread them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not spreading on the, the sheet. The no spreadsheet. Um, can, can, I will tell you that... I well, whatever, fuck them. I I just don't know. I why did it say how long he had gone without it before? Well, you this spreadsheet seat? went from June third to July. Oh, no, I'm 16th. talking about before that, like how? No, but in order to make a spreadsheet, you know that he it's that's at least six months. Now, but Can I say something else? Because I was thinking maybe it just started, and that's why he he was like, whoa. No, you know, no, no, no. You think it would? Can be. I can I say something? You know what's interesting? And 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 you you will ask the other two guys in here as well. 
you know when and it's different for men and women because I'll Beth will be like you know I don't really right now I, I don't feel sexy and I'm always like well, I don't I don't really doesn't matter to me <laughs> you know what I mean she's like ah, I'm dirty I'm like eh, I don't doesn't bother. I don't you know us, you guys don't care I don't I care know. if you're dirty and you know what sometimes like um, just like you guys probably don't care nearly as much about like I, women worry more about a bikini wax than you do yeah like, it doesn't matter right like because sometimes I'm like oh I haven't gotten yeah whatever <laughs> yeah, it, it, sometimes hands. sometimes Beth's like nah, I'm tired I'm like and this is something that I don't see. you don't have to do a thing yes <laughs> <laughs> she's like that's not a compliment i'm like it's not she's like no that means you could fuck a log i'm like well maybe not a log but a log named bethany <laughs> maybe so you heard you so the i don't you don't have to do a thing is something every you think every woman has heard um i think it's just sort of a general sort yeah probably but i don't but i sometimes if i do feel kind of tired i know i don't have to do it i'm like all right i don't have to do much here and it's gonna be fine like i know that so it's not really a, it's not necessarily an excuse to get out of it you can just be like i'm a little tired so if you don't mind i'm just gonna be on the bottom when you were <laughs> when you were fair enough <laughs> mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. when you were uh, in a relationship that you were not happy with, what was your go-to excuse for not having sex? And you know what's interesting is like, I don't think like, even in a relationship I'm not happy with, I'm still having sex with whoever. I'm uh, in a I know that's what I was, that's what I'm saying is the yes. difference between men and women. Like women definitely are more like like the minute you get turned off, you're like oh yes. And that, but it's but it's definitely over a period. You know, obviously yes, sometimes you don't feel like it here and there. That doesn't mean anything about the other person. But if it's like a couple months, then yeah, there's a problem. Uh, mine wouldn't be really like. Uh, I don't know that I had to go to excuse as much as I would just like go into bed and then just turn my back and face the wall. Like just By the face way, the opposite not way. Not bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I also Som- sometimes and I'd also that- be wearing armored underwear. <laughs> there you go. Armored underwear. Yeah. Um, I had to put a wine stopper at my asshole just in case anybody got any wine. I, by the way, those are called corks. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> no, she has the fancy one. No, oh, it was a wine stopper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a little glass leaf. Oh. Oh, you think I'm? You think I'm gonna park in my asshole? What kind of lady do you think I am? <laughs> By the way, I want I want so desperately for someone to put a cork in their asshole, and have, when it comes out, I want it to make that noise. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound that makes me just shoots out. <laughs> that's my favorite noise. Um, okay. I um yeah. I do want people to tweet us at JWSC off the rails because oh, yeah, uh, we're, we're gonna we, yeah. we are gonna wrap up here pretty soon. We will take your phone calls if you want to talk to us. Um, I uh, you know I will say one of the most common questions that I get and I did see it on Twitter and we'll answer it is what are you gonna do when Chelsea ends? We'll answer that for the for Monday's podcast, but yeah. it really is the most. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's funny because we're, I mean, we're not, we're, you know, we're, not, well, we'll answer it. We'll get it, answer, yeah, yeah. because yeah, it's just kind of a funny, um, I mean, I get it, but then again, I'm like, but also you, you realize yeah. we're only on there like once or twice a month, you know, like we obviously do other stuff. By the way, you guys got your Way Easy gift, yes. gift certificates. Oh, yeah, we got Way Easy gift, gift certificates yeah. from WayEasyGifts.com, yes, Way Easy which gift. is a wonderful website that you can go to and order a gift way easy if you have not been on that website you should go wayeasygifts.com it is a place to get very nice uh gifts that you don't see in your normal department stores people think you spend a lot of time 
looking into this gift, they have no idea how way easy it was for you to get it. And I believe you get a just twenty percent off if 20%? you use promo code, promo code OTR, OTR. off the rails. You, you, and if you don't, you know that's a be- it's better than making a spreadsheet. Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you feel like is the worst thing you've ever done in a relationship? Spreadsheet would be. I don't know that I've ever... John, let's start with you, so we'll put you on the spot. What do you think the worst thing you've ever done in a relationship? Like, just, like, any, one thing or one... Like, I've, I've been in relationships where I've wanted to end it for, like, months. Yeah. And I've just basically, like... Do you wait for the other... Did you wait for the other person to do it? Yeah, until I knew it wasn't going to happen. Then it was, like, eight months later. <laughs> did you say... He said it's... He got, like, an intervention, like, his fa- in one of his relationships. So I'll say, like, I won't give details, but, like... His family sent him like an intervention. Like they all sent him texts at the same time. Like you need to get out of this. You're so really. Yeah. Was that why you were there, Sarah? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Lee nailed it. Nailed it. Lee's trying to make up for his bad acting phone call last week. He's trying to bring it back to the Gosling phone call the the week before. Uh, The good old days. uh, (laughs) It was a salad days. Listen, I crushed the Clint Eastwood. Yeah, oh. yeah, I have to say, though, uh, for people who didn't listen, you can listen to last week's podcast, of course, on iTunes. Clint Eastwood called into the show. It was a big deal. Yeah. And uh, I have to say... <laughs> he called in twice. Well, they called in three times. Yeah, oh, he no, called no, in yeah. three times. And um, I have to say, you guys didn't give me much credit. I mean, there were at least two tweets. <laughs> of two, At least two people thought that I was really right. good. But Clint one Eastwood. was from John and one was from your mom. So that, <laughs> I don't know that that really... No, my mom doesn't tweet. She just uh, listens and then... Emails uh, me and then texts me later. How much I look like Luke Bryan. She doesn't think By you the look way, like Bryan. I don't Luke think Bryan. I look like Luke Bryan. Yeah, you do. No, I do not. You wish you did. I do not. I think I look like Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> This is very random, yeah. and you don't at all. No, well, Mitzi Shore, and Mitzi Shore is a woman who owns a comedy store, and Polly Shore's she, mom. Polly Shore's mom, and she's she was notorious and famous for you know you would showcase for her, and then she would give you the little bony finger to come over to her. She we want to talk to you, right? And after I, I got off stage one night, showcase for her, and she comes, someone goes, Mitzi wants to talk to you. It was like the fucking Godfather. I was like, okay, and I sat down. And she goes, you're very funny, and I said, thank you very much, and she goes. And handsome too. You remind me of a young Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> that's, that's such a weird person to compare you to. Like and I've never thought that before. He said she gave him the bony finger, and you said nothing. Like that's not, yeah. that's been, kind of weird. I've basically been move. sitting bony, on. That's what she finger. said for like six hours. The bony finger is is the unfortunately a nickname I gave my penis. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of any worse, anything worse. The bony finger, long, skinny, like with 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 like a knuckle on it. Oh, well, the knuckle's the best part, obviously, because you can feel something. Jesus. Uh, did you have to? I'm gonna make a bumper sticker. This is the, the knuckle's knuckle. the best part. <laughs> the knuckle is the best part. Good God. Uh, you're uh, going to be at the Helium in Buffalo, huh? Helium in Buffalo. I will be there this uh, Thursday, the 24th through the 26th. Uh, and then I'm going to be in Portland at Helium July 31st through August 2nd. And then the end of August, I'll be in Omaha at the Funny Bone. So, I'm going to be at the Philadelphia Helium Club this weekend, which is, I think, the 24th to 26th. We're going to be Helium. So, so cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Jiffy and I are going to be doing the uh, Empire Theater in San Antonio as the Wild Wolf Band on August 1st. Jiffy and I will also be doing a show at the Viper Room next Tuesday night. Shut up! Next Tuesday night after the show. Oh, so we'll still do the podcast? We'll do the podcast and we'll drive over there. Oh, that's so fun. We're doing a show at the Viper Room. Come on, Lee. uh, Are you going to go? Absolutely. Tuesday night. Yeah, you will? Sure. I don't know. We've never been out socially together, Lee. I feel like it's going to be a fun. We're going to get you super high. Oh, Um, boy. um, We're going to fucking party, Lee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got intense with What if I just got really scary when we went out? Fucking fucking party. party. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fucking party. I'm going to get fucked up tonight. Yeah. Like, oh, God. But if, what if you Sarah. did that? What if you went real close talk, hand on the shoulder with that one? We're going to fucking party. I just imagined she did it the way you used to, like, moan in her ear. Like, the, like, the, like, like we're going to Did she ever tell party. you? I said, she'd, uh, we'd be at work, and I'd just walk up behind her and just in her ear just go. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was funny and creepy. It was a million things. Um, uh, John met everybody yesterday. He came I to the show with me. I saw that everybody took a picture with the ring. Everybody was excited. Jay Leno was there and took a photo with the ring. He put the ring on his chin, which was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest part, uh, right? That they put it right on yeah. there. Um, and, and how was uh, So you've seen the set on TV. Did it did it strike you as different in person? Uh, maybe a little bit, but I, I don't know. What bigger? Do you feel like the audience was bigger or smaller than you thought it was going to be? I think it was about what I thought. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool though. It was a real cool experience to see everything, meet everybody. Did Chewy smell the way you thought he was going? I didn't get to meet. That was the only I know. I, can't, I know. What? Sorry. Yeah. Well, well, Chewy was right outside my my room, and then we went right to the stage, and um, and then the guy, the guest, ended up like they, they did a pre-tape. He ended up knowing who John was and talking. Anyway, I don't. Who was the so guest? We didn't, what was the Sean Pratt? Is from Parks and Rec. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then. Um, uh, anyway, but what's my point? Oh, and then, so and then afterwards we left after the round table, you know. Yeah. And then they had a post tape, so of another interview. Got it, this got is it, all got Hollywood it. talk, you guys. Sorry, leaving you in the dust with my post tape talk. Yeah, I um, think people who understand the word post and tape get it. Hey, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not I don't sure. want you just to, to assume our <laughs> listeners know what I'm post means. Well, I'm post tape. <laughs> Post tape, I think you don't have to explain quite as much as you think you do. <laughs> but go ahead. No, anyway, so he had, we had to, basically we didn't get a chance. I wanted him to meet Chewy, and then he didn't. Oh. Shake his little tiny hand. Uh, don't touch his hand. <laughs> his name was Chris Pratt, not Sean Pratt, but Chris yeah, Pratt, Chris Pratt. Yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, but yeah, it was fun, and he uh, he thought that Heather McDonald uh, was very pretty in person. Who's, who thought that? John. He said that she looks better in person than she does on TV. And I thought that was a nice compliment, even though usually people don't take that as a compliment. Yeah, they don't. Um, but else he'd already met. So. I mean, and you know what's weird is, I hadn't thought about this, is if you said, well, you look better on TV than you do in person, apparently, I mean, you look better one of the two. I know. I think, you know it's, I mean? I think I it's a bigger compliment before. to look better in. Per- it's weird when because I people say that to me like they'll be like, "Oh, you look smaller," but it's because we're sitting at a round table, so I don't. Yeah. I think they expect that I'm taller. I'm not. I'm pretty short. But then, uh, and I'm really thin. You know, just like wayfishly thin. Like yeah. I need should probably. Kate eat Mossy. Yeah, just so mm-hmm. skinny. Um, no, but I think that people. I think it's a compliment to say you look better because it's like. That means you're not without all the you know, mm-hmm. the lights and the glitz and the glam. You still look good, kid. Um, I had somebody saying. say to me um, in Syracuse in the meet and greet line, I was hoping now she had never seen the show and she's never uh, she didn't know who I was. She came with a friend who a friend was a fan of mine. And she said to me, huh, 
I was hoping you were going to be better looking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, me too. That's amazing. Uh, oh. Join the club. I was hoping I was going to be better looking too. But we don't all get what we want, do we? That's pretty amazing. I mean, the balls of the people have to say. Did you take a picture after that? Oh, yeah, we took a picture. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I mean, it's the, just the, funny. It's the just balls. Fun. Oh, the balls is my favorite, which yeah. is anything that people say in general. Yeah. Someone said to me, because I do sweat on stage, and someone said to me, you sweat a lot on stage. I'm like, yeah. And they were like, just thought I'd say it. I'm like, you don't think I know? I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, get we discussed that. Yeah. yeah, I'm the first one. That I have to say two people Sweaty don't. Guy. Oh, yeah, if you're going to touch me, it's going to be sad. For I you. change my shirt. <laughs> I always apologize to people about the sweaty back. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean when you take the pictures because yeah. they put their hand back there and they're like, <laughs> you know what's worse when you get the sweaty back? They get a sweaty back, but sometimes you put your hand just right on where the fat roll is uh, and it's uncomfortable <laughs> for both of you. Mm. You don't want to move your hand because then you're going, I'm sorry for putting my hand in your crease, <laughs> you, you but, you don't, <laughs> but you don't want to leave it there because you both know you're mid-crease. With the, you know what I mean? You so it's what? one of those things where you're like, nah, I'm just going to fuck you. You're right. You ride it out. You're like, <laughs> really sorry about this. I'm going to smell my finger after it, by the way. <laughs> You know it's <laughs> you know it's bad, worse than sweaty back. Oh, uh, what's poop that? Back. <laughs> poop back. Poop back. Yeah. Are people have poop back. <laughs> Just babies, I think. Who comes oh. to your show? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, babies. of babies. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, getting Jacob out of the back of the car, right? And he was. That's your son, was, by the yeah, way. He yeah, he was. He was a baby, and he's in the car seat, and he was maybe one and a half. And I go to get him out, and this is the first time it happened, and I was like, "Buddy, do you have shit on your neck?" Because, you know, when, when boys are sitting, right, sometimes it comes out so violently, it shoots up the back. Anybody who has kids will tell you that it goes up the back. On, and I was like, you have shit on your yeah, neck? Yeah, when they're babies, though. Yeah, shit. How old was he? He was like 14. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, he was, like, he was like one and a half. But it was a shocking moment to me where I was like, you have shit on your neck. You're a human being yeah. with feces on your neck. I think there's like a pro because I, I actually remember that my friend Brandon actually called his like his baby poop back for a little while because it would like go up. But I think that's a flaw in diaper making that that, that it's squeezing it so hard that it ha- only it's, it can shoot. It's not what it is, you know. It's the wrong kind of compression. The but the it's where the asshole is, and when they're sitting, <laughs> it won't come out the front. It just rot. There's only yeah. a tiny little bit, and there's such a force. It's like shooting something through a straw. It comes out with a lot it's of force. And it's just, a, it's like, it just shoots out that tunnel. Well, and goes, well you know what? It's better up up the back than up the front. So if anyone, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> if anyone thinks there is no God, uh, it's not poop front, it's poop back. So maybe there is one. My first ever job in LA was at America's Funniest Home Videos. I just like that us talking about poop back made you. Yeah. Post well, it to my first job. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Was in America's Funniest Home Videos, and there must have been ten or twenty clips of that happening. Of just the, the videos of kids like shitting goes all the way up to the head. <laughs> Dad's freaking it out. It, it was usually moms taking like videos of the dad not knowing what to do. And there was like shit, it was like a shit volcano out oh, of his neck. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine being one of those babies that made that video made America's funniest home video? That one, no, that one might have been like, too gross to make the air. Yeah. Can I tell you when I was growing up, there was a kid who on the way to school he used to walk to school every day and he always wore shorts. No matter what, and isn't it? Always wear shorts. I'm sure in Canada, you know a couple people that might have wore sweatshirts, but always wear fucking shorts. So this guy always wears shorts, no matter what. Well, one day when I'm walking to elementary school, he slipped in some shit and had shit from his shin up to his thigh. Okay, and back when we were growing up, mid thigh hadn't hit the shorts yet, right? So it's you're some shorter shorts. From the third grade until he graduated high school. His nickname was Shitstick. 
like we were like oh he, he showed up to school he's like yeah it's ter- I slipped in some shit and we were like yeah and somebody was like well get out of here shit stick and that nickname shit stick stuck with him like when he was graduated when he walked on stage they called his name and in the audience we all went together shit stick oh it is so awful what a terrible oh thing. what a terrible thing to happen to you I was like why didn't you go home he was like I didn't want to be late I'm like you should have been late yeah you should have been really late you, your mother would have written you a note like, I'm sorry my come. son is late he had shit on his leg yeah and the teacher would have been like great yeah oh, I think boy. that's great um, okay guys so we are well, we're gonna end on a high note um, we could end on one of two or three things. We could end on another pretend phone call. Um, we could end on a, a freestyle rap. Uh, or we could end on we could find some Tinder fashion stuff. Since I have been known Tinder fashion lately. Um, I, I'll read one Tinder fashion that was sent to me, but I, would like, I wouldn't mind doing another, another fake phone call. Those are. You want to do a fake phone call? Yeah. Okay. I'll read one Tinder fashion that was sent to me. John, you are going to um, be the arbiter as not only is no, you can't pick who wins because you're not biased. You're biased. <laughs> uh, but you you can pick. He, did you hear what we did last week with the Clint Eastwood? Yeah, I heard a couple weeks ago. So, I'm not biased. I think Lee, Lee won that one. So you, you yeah. can, why don't you pick the celebrity who who is going to call the show? And while you pick, while you think about it, I'll read this one tender fashion as Angela. Do you need to introduce me? Yeah, right. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Now. Sarah Colonna as Angela Bassett reading Tinder Fashions. This was sent to me by a, by a fan, by a follower. I met up with a girl behind a Dairy Queen. She blew me, then pulled her pants down. She had a dick! <laughs> <laughs> I say we go out on that. I just like it. <laughs> I say we go out on that. All right. How how apropos is it that the girl had a dick and they were behind a Dairy Queen? Queen. Yeah, Queen. Ah, so good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Listen, I know the beginning of um, of the podcast was a little serious, but sometimes I think people like that. Sometimes we got to discuss shit that we want to discuss, and and um, I, I think we had two excellent phone calls. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys listening and calling very much. Um, and listen, we are going to next Monday night. It will not be a live show, so you can't call in. But um, we will be um, uh, uh, load, downloading. It's going to be on the same iTunes feed. Right. So just subscribe yeah. to so Off the Rails with Josh and Sarah. Yes. Yes. Subscribe to Off the Rails with Josh and it Sarah. It will not be video. It will be. No, it'll be. A, just, just iTunes. It'll be. Uh, it'll just be the answer, us answering questions that you sent to AJ, uh, to at JWST Off the Rails. But Tuesday, our, we will still have the same live, yes. cause, live podcast as always. Some people were confused. We're just adding another little mini one on Mondays. And when you say some people, you mean Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, well, I, listen, <laughs> I don't want Jeffrey to be confused. Jeffrey, don't be confused. Nothing changes tonight, Monday. There'll just be something else. Yeah, something else in addition to what we do. Uh, the genius that we bring to the world here on a Tuesday evening. There's not enough of it. Ladies no. and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, do we have to? We have to go out on my sad Luke Bryan. We're going song, out that was, on. Sorry, everybody. We're sorry about my iPod. Nobody commits suicide to this song <laughs> on our on our watch. It's a pretty good song, though. Like, can we all? Yes, just, it's a good song, but maybe you don't know. not. Don't tell me what I know. You oh, told me yeah. what I don't know. Yeah, I made a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. About time to shut it down.
face off with his t-shirt Climbs down and meets her by the gate 